You're listening to the Melbourne Lights Church Midweek Extra. Well, hello, family and friends. It's so good to have you with us yet again. We are continuing with our podcast series called Disciple Shift. It's been really fun. And I have an awesome friend with me today, the awesome Dan. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. welcome. Thank so you. Good. So good to have you with us. We're going to um, introduce you properly later, or you'll introduce yourself actually and tell us more about you. But um, just as a quick overview, Dan is a mate of my son, Geordie's. Uh, they actually met on the construction site. Uh, they're both uh, build well. Dan's, a, uh, you're qualified, are you? You've finished yes. your apprenticeship? Yeah. 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 And Geordie is a second year apprentice. And it's actually really cool that you guys got, got it's just God set up that you've connected yeah that you've shared heart to heart. And when I heard what Dan's doing in terms of discipleship, I said to Geordie, you've got to see if he'd come and speak with us and be on this podcast. <laughs> and he said, yes. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much for your time Pleasure. and being here, Dan. It's really, really special and an honour. Um, I know you're doing discipleship well and you, you're living it out through Jin Jay and through your CODs and you're going to share about that later. So um, looking forward to hearing more. Let me just recap quickly. Um, for those of you who are, are listening for the first time, who are joining us uh, and you haven't been with us on this journey so far, we've been doing a uh, series called Discipleship uh, or Shift, and it's all about discipleship. So we believe that the Holy Spirit's restoring us back to the main mission that Jesus left us with in Matthew 28, and we call that the Great Commission. Now, Jesus didn't say this was optional or for those who are evangelists or the superstar Christians, the paid staff. Instead, he commanded every believer mm. to go and make disciples. So in this series, that's what we're doing. We're unpacking the what, the why, and the how of discipleship. The reason we called it Disciple Shift is that we believe God's shifting us back into a biblical reality and outworking of what that really means to make disciples. So... Come with us on the journey. We are praying that you'll feel stirred, challenged, equipped, and encouraged. But our heart is that these sessions will help us as the church grow up into maturity, that we would be the church that Jesus paid his life for. Because he's so worth it, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. Now, we've talked before on this podcast about our part in, in going and sowing. Um, but today, I've got Dan in to talk to us about the growing aspect, like how how do we make disciples? What are disciples? What do they look like? And how do we make disciples of all nations? Like Jesus called us to do that, didn't he? He called us to make disciples. And so it's a really important part of our walk as followers of Jesus and disciples of Jesus. It's the mission we've been assigned to here on earth. That's what he left us with. Uh, but so often people get confused about what making disciples looks like and whose job it is, and how yeah. do we even start? What do we do? <laughs> so today we're going to unpack some of that and what it really means to make disciples of all nations. And I've got a little quote here that I liked, and then we're going to throw over our first question to you, Dan. <laughs> so uh, this is a quote from um, Andy Bird, who is actually the director. He leads uh, YWAM, the Kona base, uh, which is sort of oversees all the YWAM bases, mm. really. Um, he says this, Jesus purposefully offended the crowds to invest relationally in a few. He simplified the mission. He said, go make disciples. He did not say make converts. Our goal is for those we serve to stand on our shoulders and go further than we could have gone on our own. I like that. That's really cool. So, Dan, we're going to throw it to you. Tell us a bit about you, 
like who you are, what your world looks like, and your story with Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've already sort of had a little bit of a brief intro into me. Uh, I'm a carpenter. Uh, I'm 25, and uh, I also do video production editing and stuff and work here at Ginger. Um, but yeah, uh, a bit about my testimony with Jesus, my, my, my story. Um, I, I grew up in a Christian home and I gave my life to God at, at the age of 14, like made it my own decision. Um, and, you know, it was, it was an amazing experience, sort of like overwhelmed with God's love and, 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 um, and I saw like these immediate shifts in, in my life, but more, more heart, heart attitude changes and stuff, but my lifestyle didn't necessarily follow suit. Um, yeah. I lived with the conviction of the spirit, but I, I kept, you know, failing as I attempted to live according to Jesus example. Um, and yeah, it spent many years in that space and it wasn't until I was a young adult when someone actually, you know, took me under their wing and, and, and began investing me and discipling me. Um, wow. That, that yeah, I, I started learning what it could be like to to live, not just saved, but according to Jesus. To to um, yeah, to have that personal relationship with God. To to let you know the the working of the Spirit within me transform the way that I live, not only just the way that I think or, or you know the values that I uphold or or try to uphold. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's sort of like well, brought me to like the next five years or so of my life where I've engaged in those sorts of relationships and being supported in my growth. Um, and it's, it's brought me to a completely different place to, to where I used to be. So now loving to spend time with Jesus and, and, and read his word, you know, do my soaps and apply scripture into my life and, and just a passion about, yeah, growing in, in my spiritual walk and also helping others to, to do the same. So that's sort of like where I'm at now is is, is wanted to bring other yeah. people on that journey and not just get left behind where it, like how I felt like I, I couldn't do it myself or, or didn't know what it looked like. And so, yeah, that's yeah. a bit about me, a bit about where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great story and a great journey. And um, it shows the importance, doesn't it, of someone coming alongside someone mm. like someone came alongside yeah. you and started to invest in you and help you to really grow uh, and to to walk with you like that person mm. who and I suppose that's really what discipleship is yeah. is coming alongside but to see the shift that happened in your life because of that yeah. and then now you've moved to the place of well it's not just about me how can I now do that for others how can I help others yeah. do that for others you know yeah, you're at that so place true, yeah. Yeah. yeah no that's really powerful that's really good um you you mentioned you work and I'd said it as well, but again, you mentioned it. I work for a ministry called Gen J, and yeah. out of that run what what you guys call CODs. Uh, now, a lot of our listeners won't know what that is, but could yeah. you explain who Gen J are? What does that even mean, Gen J, and and what are CODs? <laughs> yeah, Gen J, Generation Jesus. Uh, yes. <laughs> basically, um, good name. We're yeah, we're a Christian organization that that like we exist to equip. Jesus followers to grow to be more like Jesus practically and and to help others to do the same not just grow on your own level but to bring other people on that journey with you that whole idea of multiplication um, and 
our founders, Peter and Susie Botros, have um, spent the last 20, 25 years um, engaging in educational and biblical studies. And just as long as they've been doing that, they've been in ministry environments and where they've worked at developing a framework that is both biblically sound and educationally sophisticated. Um, so that we can equip people to to go and be disciples and make disciples. So we, we often use the term disciplers because it's like I'm a disciple, but also a discipler yeah. is called to make disciples. Mm. Um, so yeah, we just switch out disciple with discipler all the time. It's, so you'll hear me say it a lot, I think. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, so that's a bit about Jin Jay and our heart. Um, and what is COD? So COD stands for Communities of Disciplers. Um, and it's basically the vehicle that we use here that engages the framework and um yeah that, that peter and susie have been developing for that spiritual development that that as jesus followers we long to see um and a quick quick overview of what community of communities of disciples looks like is um it's like a group of we try to keep it to four to six people like-minded people that are that wanting to grow in their relationship with Jesus and wanting to help others to do the same thing. And with they, it's, a, it's an online meeting. We get together fortnightly and, yeah, we, we create a space that builds trust and vulnerability uh, and transparency with one another. Throughout the process, we're engaging in a, a framework that, that is staged. There's like three parts to it where people see indicators of growth in different areas of their life and and sort of apply those as we go through the journey and and learn what it could look like to be like Jesus in the world because it's such a you know to say to be like Jesus you know what does that even mean <laughs> um and so there's a framework that sort of helps us to unpack that as a group collectively and then to go and apply that um in our lives because that's the goal we don't want to just know all of this information or know what Jesus did but do nothing with that we want to we want to implement that and take action to be disciples and yeah as we as we do that we do three things each session we share soaps um so it's quiet times with jesus through applicative reading of the word basically um <laughs> we we explore a narrative in scripture and we have a discussion about you know what what the message is and there's always a point to each session um and that that relates to our indicators throughout the framework build on one another each session and we spend a significant amount of time in these groups sharing life experiences and unpacking things and and helping one another to to, to discover what's God saying about you know this experience that I had and how can I you know use every experience to learn how to become more like Christ in practical ways as I do life and as you do life how can I see you being like Jesus and learn from you and you and so it's like a collaborative learning of, of what it could look like to, to be a Jesus-like disciple. So, yeah, that's sort of God's yeah. and Jen Jay. That's very, very yeah. good. Very good. That's really cool. I love hearing what, what you guys are doing. And, the, you know, with Jen Jay and the COD, the Community of Disciples. that's right, isn't it? Did I get that's it right? right. Oh, good. Yay. Uh, it's really exciting to hear. Uh, there, there's actually quite a few groups happening too, aren't there? You've got... Do you know yeah. how I can't remember uh, I heard the other day? But, off but the top of my head, I think I heard there was over a hundred participants that had completed CODs, which implies like there's like four to six people per COD. So yeah. there's like twenty-five odd groups that have been through 
uh, like a bit removed because the idea is like you invite people in and then they go and and they go do the same. So it could become a bit a bit hard to keep track of everything, but as long as people are able to engage with these yeah, communities and, 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 these. and do that, like we don't need to know who is doing it all the time. <laughs> it's just good to see them growing. And, oh, like, it's so good to see just God so on it and momentum building and just people catching a heart to do what Jesus has called them to and, mm, and being passionate yeah. and excited about it and starting their own, going on from there to starting their own groups and, like, it just keeps growing. So I'm sure it's, yeah. yeah God's just on it. So it's exciting stuff. So Dan, what does the Bible then say about making disciples and, and what does that actually mean? So you guys do that. This is what this ministry is all about. Yeah. Why is that important? Like, I mean, there's so many things. Like <laughs> if we just take, yeah, like we're talking about the Great Commission, you've, you've mentioned that uh, probably in every podcast you've done. <laughs> uh, looking at the Great Commission, you know, Jesus, he instructs his fault followers to go to all the nations and, and make disciples um and, and that's in verse 19 and, and that's you know go and sow the word of god wherever you can but then straight up after that in verse 20 he says teach them to obey everything that i've commanded you and i'll be with you for it you know like there's a there's an element of going and and and, and sowing and being faithful with the message that you've received yeah. and then there's well you've sowed the seed and now you need to see it growing and and so that's you know the teaching and, and obeying like taking that and doing it practically in your life and i guess there's a funny analogy that i've thought of if you take a newborn child for instance like they learn to crawl learn to walk then to run and they do that as they watch the people around them and sort of, you know, take cues. They learn to speak and mirror the sound that they're seeing, or you know, like learn to use their feet and follow after mum or dad. And, and yeah. you know, like, there's a capacity there to be a human and function in the fullness of being a person. Yeah. But there's a period of growth <laughs> that needs to occur, and and so yeah. that happens when someone comes alongside them and teaches them and encourages them and challenges them and, and you know like jesus said it right there teach them to obey that all, all that i've commanded you and so it's doing the journey of life together and and yeah, yeah. pursuing that yeah in a collaborative environment yeah yeah that's actually a really good picture i like I, <laughs> I like that picture and there is a process and a journey and we have to be okay with that as well to walk alongside yeah. people it's not an yeah. instant um you know quick fix like sometimes we just want it quick and we're not willing to pay the cost or the price to journey with someone uh but mm. there's a process often isn't there of, of them growing and yeah 100%. Like, getting it and, and we're always it. always collaborating with that process like yeah. it's, it's from glory to glory to glory it's it's not yeah, just like click the switch and you're going and you're just like jesus because we're never going to be like that but <laughs> but as we journey with one another and as we you know wrestle with scripture and and encourage one another and demonstrate what it's like for one another in our strengths and in our weaknesses then we we learn to to develop and, and become you know more like the person jesus made us to be <laughs> yeah that's right it's so true and and so true we, it's the two things it's being with him isn't it because you you become what you behold what you look at is what mm. you begin yeah. to become like and yeah but then also it's the one another's and we we have to have one another's to become more like jesus yeah. then become more like jesus i mean they're our grace right. growers half the time um yeah mm. we it's easy sometimes if it's just you and jesus but he didn't just call us to just 
you know, have that relationship. Yeah. It's across ways as well with one another that matters and mm. where a lot of or mo most of our growth comes from, really. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, to make to make disciples, like Jesus' disciples would have had to share the gospel message. Like you're saying, like they had to go out. They knew in their context that when Jesus said, go make disciples, it was it was a mission that just the way he called them, they were now to go out and call others mm. to come and journey and, and follow them as they follow Christ, come and, and learn the ways of Jesus. But I mean, going out and sharing Jesus is just, um, like you said, it's a first step uh, and it's an important step. Go, the going and sowing yeah, is really important. We have to we have to do something if we want to see people um, <laughs> to Jesus come and be a disciple of Jesus. Like it's got to start with us going, and yeah, um, yeah but it's got to be more than than just that. Like, um, and I, I love it. Like we as a church and, and as an individual, like I, I often go out. I'm looking for the one. I'm looking for where I can pray for someone on the streets. Um, I sit mm. with the homeless a lot. I pick them up. I've, I've met people like I just, and I'm looking for opportunities for, for the Holy Spirit to break in and touch someone like who, who do you want me to minister yeah. to today and to share the love yeah. of Jesus, demonstrate Jesus. Uh, but some of those I don't, it's, it's just, it's the moment I get to pray with them. They encounter him. It's beautiful, but I, I don't get to walk like journey with them mm, um yeah. and i just pray that god because they're momentary kind of passing by <laughs> and some yeah. of them I, I grab their number and and we have had and we 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 do like we've got someone we're discipling at the moment who was saved on the streets earlier this year out of homelessness Beautiful. you know drug addiction mm. he was instantly set free uh from alcoholism and suicide and and he's got a job now a home he before lockdown comes over for dinner every Wednesday night become a bit of part of the family and mm. we're we've just you know discipling him and he's been baptized awesome. and so I love that so it's got to yeah it's both it's going out demonstrating mm. Jesus looking for the opportunities and then the ones where we're like that one who say yep who are uh, just the um they're ready they're ready for the the picking almost like they're ready to be harvested <laughs> they're ready they're, they're going to come and they're going to then be part of the the journey of discipleship they're going to join that journey and I, I just love it like that's Jesus called us to do that there's this process to and it is all about becoming more like Jesus it is and um so it's all aspects of discipleship yeah. but why do you think um like obviously as I said your ministry that you work with is all about discipleship why is it such a big deal like some Christians are like are quite happy to just go to church on a Sunday and maybe go to a home group, which are great. Like I'm, a, I work in a church, you know, I'm on the pastoral team, love church. It's very important. Love oh, the yeah, connections. We need the body of Christ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, it's easy to be maybe a consumeristic Christian rather than a, a Jesus like Christian at times, especially in our Western world where it, it it does cost something to get out and make disciples. Like it costs us our time. And it. so why do you think it matters though? Why is it such a big deal? We can go back to our child analogy. Yeah, yeah. Good one. Um, yeah, we, we want a disciple. It's such a big deal because, you know, we know they're a human. They're born into the world as a human, fully formed human. Yeah. Just like, you know, in evangelism, at a conversion moment, somebody is born into the spirit as a Jesus-like person. But we just, you know, we don't leave a human when they're born to, <laughs> to just 
B or stay as a baby. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. if in 10 years' time they still haven't learned to talk or to walk or to, to <laughs> you know, to, to live, to eat, to, you know, whatever. Like, this is all the yeah. process of learning and growing and, and, and the same yeah, with discipleship. Like, you don't, you don't want to just see someone converted and then left to, yeah. to stay in that same state. Like, there's a, there's a growth element that needs to happen and, and, um, and as, as disciples, as followers of Jesus, for all followers of Jesus, when I say disciples, that's yeah, everybody because that's we're good. all called to do the same mission. Um, Very good. So, yeah, as, as followers of Jesus, when we see people yeah. being, you know, encountered by Jesus and, and, and converted and wanting to pursue that life, we don't leave them behind to, to stay in that initial state. We want to train them and teach them how to, to follow God in practical ways. And that's what discipleship is. It's, it's like... You know, you're following a pattern that's been set before you and that's Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I love that picture. It's so good because it, it's, yeah, it, it's true. You wouldn't leave a baby to fend for themselves. Like you wouldn't be a responsible parent if you had a baby yeah. and just left it and expected it <laughs> to be, do everything. It'd be freaky. <laughs> it'd be terrible. You'd probably have your baby yeah. coffee, to be honest. But, Definitely. <laughs> but, but, and like you said, you wouldn't want an adult to still be in nappies and having being, you know, spoon fed and bottle fed because that's, that's not unhealthy. normal. That's <laughs> yeah, not we know normal. That's unhealthy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it actually really does matter. And I think it's something really like Jesus said to do it. And, and there's nothing like, there's nothing better than being right in the center of the will of God. Like when you're yeah. doing it, as much as it can be tiring or it's like um, it costs you your time or, or maybe some money, you know, but it, it's so worth it. Like when I've done it and when we're doing it, I just think, wow, this is what we're here mm. for. There's something yeah. really beautiful about it and exhilarating about it and seeing the growth, like you're saying, the baby yeah. grow up, like seeing that person get <laughs> yeah, right. and be set free and then get a revelation of Jesus or, you know, whatever mm. it is that they're, they're getting. And it's exciting to see that happen. Yeah, oh, so true. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Um, oh. <laughs> I've got here, like, now this, this might come across as, as uh, me putting down the church, I am not putting down. The, I absolutely love, like we said, I love the church. I do, I do. I'm cha- I'm a champion of the church, but I do think yeah, that, I um, in some regards we. I said drop the ball, but maybe that's not the best wording. But I think just in the busyness and the over programming and maybe some things. Um, I don't know. We've just shifted a little <laughs> bit away from what it looks like to make disciples the original model and i love um, ministries like yours is is really getting people back on track and, and giving some handles practical handles on tools and how to do this because it's what jesus asked us to do but why do you think in a sense and maybe it's the western church more than than um the the church in other nations but why do you think maybe we've, we've moved away from looking mm. it looking like what jesus had intended to begin with mm. Yeah, it's an awesome question. And I don't think that it's like the church intentionally dropping the ball, no. so to speak, or, or, or it wasn't the intention going and doing something else at all. Like even, you know, discipleship is a huge buzzword at the moment within the Christian communities. And, and that's awesome. And everyone's looking for how to do it well. Um, but I think what the problem is found is that there's been a lack of understanding how to disciple people and yep. you know the it's like you said it's not a it's not a quick process like it takes time and energy and commitment and life on life uh, and yeah. and often it's it's 
I don't know, like more tempting for like a Christian environment to create a mass produce effect where they can try to plug someone into a connect group yeah. and get them involved in ministry activities. And when they see people, you know, coming to church and hearing the word and then they're doing ministry activities and they're in a connect group, they must be growing. But there's there's been a, a couple of different, you know, research findings in, in recent times where ones from the reveal uh, research project that was conducted in Willow Creek uh, Church. And, um, you know, they surveyed 11,000 people throughout seven churches and conducted one-on-one -on -one, uh, interviews and everything with them. And they found that that participation in church activities, like doing things in church, doesn't actually correlate with or predict a person's growth as an individual or in their spiritual life. And um, uh, another another finding of uh, Lifeways. Lifeways published one of their findings uh, as they also did, you know, all this research into um, what you know what's going on in the discipleship world, and they've found that the the methods or the approach that many churches are implementing, or many Christian environments are implementing don't like, well, I'm just going to read the quote because yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. so it says some discipleship models deployed by churches may not have the slightest resemblance to what is possible in delivering transformation to people. So that's, you know, we're trying and we're implementing these different things, but, but they don't have the capacity to transform people. And that's what, you know, the, the life ways, you know they lament that fact like it's it's, yeah. it's sad but true like we we want to disciple people and, and like i said yeah word and, and, and i mean you guys you're chasing this discipleship like wanting to to adopt it and i think that's a a common occurrence at the moment like people are wanting to experience that and experience what it's like to be a, a jesus-like disciple but but it's how and they're not necessarily equipped or or they, they just don't know how to see that Jesus like potential developed in people. And so, yeah, I think that's sort of, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, but I think, yeah, things are shifting and, and God is mm. moving on, on people just bringing, bringing that shift back to that mm. realignment back to and providing the tools um, to, to how to, and, yeah, that's why I love what you guys are doing as well. And uh, I mean, we were doing it to a degree, but we realized that it it looked a little bit like you're saying, a little bit more like busy uh, Christian activity, church activity, mm. more yeah. than um, looking like the disciples in the Bible, you know, like Jesus and yeah. what he, he called us to do. And I know he's shifting us back or shifting us into uh, more, mm. more of a biblical model of, of true discipleship. And we want to see that multiply. But it's always, like you said, it's always been in our hearts. So the heart of the church in general, the, the, the church, um, is usually not, is there's not badly, like they're, they're not, people are desiring it like they want to. Yeah. They're not thinking, yeah. oh, I want to do this. But um, yeah, have inadvertently kind of created a culture that, that says busyness equals discipleship. Um, and it's not always the case. Like we, we don't, yeah, it, it, there was, 
the, the community in the book of Acts, the disciples, and then the book of Acts, you look at the community that they had, and it was a very mm. close, very intense fellowship of believers who, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah well, they devoted themselves to fellowship. It says it, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. There was a devotion too, and no one forced them to do that, they they wanted to yeah. do that. Uh, so, yes, yeah, it's it's very awesome. I love what God is doing. Uh, but it's good to know and it's good to actually have a look and assess where we're at and go, okay, yeah, there's some things that we need to shift into or back into and how can we go about doing that? So um, how would you even just in, in some short tips or whatever say, well, how do we practically do this or how, how do we make disciples? You're talking about the tools or the, the handles to do it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think at the heart of like, you know, what we're doing and and like the why behind it is that, you know, discipleship comes with people being able to engage in environments where they are sharing life on life yeah. with people that have the same heart, the same desire. So, so, you know, we want to create those communities of like-minded people in those CODs who want to grow in Jesus and want to help other people's people to grow in Jesus as disciples. And, and the whole idea is that in communities, we, we don't just, you know, there's not just the, the idea of how to, you know, or wanting to be more like Jesus, but in community, we see in, in you, in me, in, in the people around me, you know, who we can become. And as, as we engage in those environments yeah. in communities and in families that are, that are being Christ-like that, that we learn our identity as a Christ-like, you know, like a child of God, like, yeah. Jesus is in us. He's trying to get out. How does how do we do that? And Very and good. we learn and we see from one another the the potential that is within us as we engage yeah. in those communities. And yeah, as 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 that all comes together in that community environment, and you're learning from my strengths and I'm learning from your strengths, and then then it forms and builds. You know, like the body of Christ. We're all, <laughs> you know, yeah, we're all needed. We're all <laughs> a part of this, and yes. we're able to yeah. build one another up in and yeah yeah so that's that's why we do the communities of disciples <laughs> yeah 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 i love that it's really good i, I love that it, it takes growth takes that intimate sort of fellowship that hands-on but i like mm. how you say life on life like that's that's pretty intimate that's pretty close yeah close walking with somebody and uh, i think that's definitely uh what jesus um, is calling us to that's how it should mm. look and that's why the church i mean apart from with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and then that devoting themselves to the one another's, uh, it says the church exploded. That's where growth yeah. happened. And so, yeah, it's a it's an awesome model and pattern. And I think um, it's just exciting to see that God's doing it. He's doing it, but we can actually make that choice to go, okay, this is, we want to look yeah. like that. We, we, yeah. we can and, and he's made a way. So how do we now do that? That's really awesome. So what are you seeing? So in, in your CODs, say, I know you, do you lead one at the moment or do you lead? Uh, one? I you just have? wrapped up one about a month and a half ago. Oh, cool. Um, That's awesome. So I'm hoping to find another group and do the journey. And But even without, like, my old groups, like, I still am very well connected with, you know, we have a group chat and that's how we do our CODs. Yeah. But we're still chatting all the time. and. And even personally messaging one another and it's oh. like 
you know, we have our CODs, but the idea isn't just to go through a 21 week program and yeah. leave and it's good to know you, see you later. Like we're building genuine relationships with one another and doing life together and, yeah. and that progresses in different ways for like for yeah. everyone and, yeah. and to different degrees of like, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. Like it's been yeah probably yeah one and a half months two months since our last official catch up and we're still messaging on messaging more than I probably did when <laughs> I was in God because we don't have that time together yeah to messaging and talking and touching base and, and yeah yeah that's wow. that's good <laughs> I like it I love it because we are it's really moving away from that whole just program for the sake of a program we're not just doing a program yeah. this is discipleship which means like you say life on life this is this is relationship and you don't mm. just walk away and yeah there's different levels of and different degrees of maybe intimacy with different people but yeah. um but yeah it's not as simple i've oh, done the program been there done that tick that off and now we it ends and we move on to yeah, no, whatever no. the next thing is uh, so <laughs> yeah. yeah i like that we're going to move away from these programs and um yeah it's all about relationship i love that so with your CODs or with Gen J, mm. um, what impact like have you seen? Like, have you had a story like of, of just an, the impact of um, someone being transformed, like someone being touched, like maybe that you saw come in one way and left like completely different, where God's just done something through the journey of discipleship? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many stories. <laughs> yeah. sure, I'll, I'll share a few. We love stories. Yeah, but um from my last COD that I've just finished up, um, you know, as we've created that culture of being transparent and vulnerable, um, we, we also set goals and challenge each other and keep each other accountable. Like we don't set goals for each other. We spend time with God and, and we look at this framework, something called the discipleship cross that, that has all different areas that we can reflect on and be like, how's my relationship with God? How's my inner life? How's my relationship with other believers? How's my relationship in the world? Um, and, and we go, you know, like, is there room for improvement here? Oh, there's always room for improvement, but what's, what's a practical next step that I could go, you know, take me to the next level. And, um, and in one of my CODs recently, one of the guys was sharing that he's, he feels a bit uncomfortable with, with praying out loud and stuff like, you know, it's important to get together and pray together and stuff, but he was feeling a bit uncomfortable in that area. And he felt like he should set a goal in that area, basically to, to, to challenge himself and to stretch himself. Um, so that when we get doing our prayer meetings and stuff, he's, he's more comfortable and willing to speak words and, and pray over people and stuff. And, and, um, and yeah, over the course of, I would say weeks, but <laughs> uh, as he invested in this effort, and set that goal and, and and pushed himself in that space and had the support of his his cod guys and you know we often let him pray in our meetings and stuff um yeah now when we get together he often comes to gen j when we're able to meet together at the moment in COVID, but um and and we do worship and prayer and stuff and you know in a group of 20 odd plus people he's like one of the first people to start praying so just excited about his prayer and and the opportunity to pray with other believers and stuff and, and yeah, yeah so that's that's like i just love that example as a, a small small image of like what it looks like as as, as we engage in that cod environment to yeah. to go yeah like there's there's practical ways that we grow and as we reflect on the different areas of our lives and stuff we can set little goals and 
and then be accountable and supported by our, our COD members to to reach that and and to continue to grow, not just to be the little baby, but to develop in, in yeah. like to be like Jesus. And he's yeah, he's a beautiful guy, and and yeah, just a really encouraging example that I thought of when. That's, cool. That's <laughs> yeah. so cool. It's so great yeah. seeing, and it's exciting seeing the journey, like seeing them yeah. or step into. Yeah something that they think oh, I could never do that or I struggle with this or and to see the breakthrough come or them step up and into something and just be so yeah that's so, right yeah bold now with praying so cool. loving yeah. it and it's it's yeah I do love the what I'm getting is that in the groups there's just because it's such a safe space and you're work, walking so closely with one another um there's just this uh authenticity that can then happen there mm. And I like yeah, that yeah. because people just can be themselves. And I think so many times people hide behind things and they don't feel safe or they don't feel there's the time or the space where they can be real. Mm. And to have yeah. those goals, like because it takes it takes vulnerability too to to, to share oh, yeah. goals that you've got, like or you know where your fears are or I'm you know or your struggles are or you, mm. yeah, it takes a lot of vulnerability, doesn't it, to to be honest yeah. and authentic. Yeah. But yeah. wow, the growth comes out of that place of, of having mm. that community that you can trust and be safe with and then not leave them there. That's what I like too, is that you then have <laughs> goals to grow more like Jesus and to, to break free, to come into freedom or to step up into your identity mm. or to into yeah. the calling that God has for you or to step out and do something you've never done before and then it become like your normal, like praying out loud or whether it's praying for the sick or, you know, whatever it is, mm. whatever. Yeah, yeah that's really really cool really awesome and do you see then like from the people that have been in the cods like a, a the over so that was with someone with praying like what about in their their walks then in so you talked a little bit about the world so we've got the inward kind of building one another up the one another's of the body like of that community um how does that then make have you i don't know have you seen a shift in how they are then with people they know out in world like who aren't yet christians like does it change then how they approach them or their boldness or yeah so one another awesome story um it's my sister's story i hope she's cool with me sharing this but you don't have to say <laughs> but, um... <laughs> none, none of the, yeah. some might know Face, some facebook might. Bio, who is related to Daniel. <laughs> hey, don't give them clues. Um, <laughs> no, um, yeah, she yeah, only uh, 12, 18 months ago or something, like she wasn't connected into CODs or, or the Gen J environment. She was, yeah, she's just living her life, not necessarily pursuing God and the calling that he has yeah. for her. And, and, um, and yeah, she got connected into Gen J with us and then she got connected into a COD and yeah, just started doing that whole life on life and experiencing that transformation. And with the framework, it sort of guides, you know, different indicators as to what it could look like to be a, a, a disciple, yeah. you know, in the early stages, in, in the growth stages and as we reach maturity and stuff. So it helps us to, to, to yeah. guide us in in learning what it could be like, but as well as we engage with the people around us, that also <laughs> is the biggest thing. Like, yeah, yeah, that that would help us to see what it's like to be like Jesus. Anyway, she's she's gone through this process, and and um, you know, now she's leading her own college. She's you know loving <laughs> Jesus in 
and wow. you know she's she's all she's turned into like a little evangelist in her. Wow, come on! She's got, I think there's three of her friends, like really close friends from high school. Um, none of them want anything to do with Jesus or wanted anything to do with yeah. Jesus. We went to a public school. They didn't even know God growing yeah. up. Yeah. And yeah, all in the last probably two two months or so, they've all approached her and, and see, you know, they see the evidence of Christ in her and tell me about your faith. And, and wow. so I think she's led two of them to Jesus. Come on. The other one's still questioning what's going on. And like, it's just like, yeah, as we engage in these environments, as we, you know, chase after that potential that we have in us and see it coming out in practical ways and then you oh, see that transformation it's yeah it's it's not just about you know like the inward focus yeah. of, of you know supporting a, a, a group of christians but we do that in these smaller environments so that the pattern of our life changes and oh, influences all the environments around us yeah. from work like like being able to work with jordan and 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 you know that's a discipling environment. I'm not just showing him how to be a carpenter. I'm showing him how to be like Jesus as a carpenter. <laughs> and, and I love it. Yeah, it just overflows. It's, it's, yeah, our heart isn't to know about things and talk about the Bible in these groups or, or talk yeah. about our experiences and how we might be more like Jesus. It's about unpacking experiences, asking God, you know, to reveal things to us and then landing practical applications of how do I then go from this conversation to doing something about it, changing the pattern of my life to, to yeah. match that of Jesus. And, and that's evident in every, every area in your life, in every environment you're going to find yourself in. That is the outworking of, yeah, that's what my sister's friends have seen in her. Oh, and, and, and that's so yeah, that's awesome. a, yeah. I love it. It's so, <laughs> so cool to hear. And I, I do love it. And while you were speaking, I'm like, oh, I just felt, you know, just the penny drop kind of thing of, okay, that's where like so many churches do connect groups or home groups or you know groups they can do them really well but then they forget about the outworking of that and going into the world you know and sharing Jesus being like Jesus out it's it becomes this insular kind of which is so important mm. but then they forget the other aspect but then you know there's other churches where it's suddenly the pendulum swings or or for that church, it's all about getting on the streets and getting out there and talking. Like it's all evangelistic, which is great and needs to happen. But then they forget to nurture and disciple our people. Yeah. And yeah, if, if oh, there's a balance <laughs> together is yeah. what the gospel's about. Like it's so powerful just to to see that and the the journey. Mm. And I love hearing stories like your sister. I mean, that's so exciting. Really, mm, really yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. encouraging. Mm. so encouraging so awesome i know we've run out of time as always um let me just read this quote aw tozer uh, said this only a disciple can make a disciple it's jesus's game plan that disciples create disciples who in turn create more disciples um that's very good so multiplication multiplication that's right it's amazing so spiritual practices that you often hear about from followers of jesus like prayer which are things we've focus on and that's what you you also have talked about in your cods what you do you pray mm. together you you dig into the word i mean you, there's times of fasting um you know there's, there's the whole growth aspect of yeah. of growing in jesus and and growing together um but you'll you'll know someone's mature when they recognize that their responsibility is to walk alongside others as they pursue mm. jesus so a sign yeah. of them growing up 
it's like like you said your kid analogy i'm going with that as well yeah at some point they'll grow up at some point they'll leave home and that's a good thing that's a healthy thing at some mm. point they'll yeah. you know get married they'll they'll become their own person who then has their own family and that's yeah. part of growth it has to happen it, it's it's healthy that's healthy growth and yeah. um and that's like for we, you. sorry yeah. i was gonna say we uh we use you know, there's the parable of the seed of the farmer goes and sows a seed. Yeah. And it grows. He doesn't know how. But then it talks about stages. So the seed's planted, yes. you know, we say that's receiving Jesus. And then it grows first the stalk, then the head or the flower, and then the full kernel in the head, which is the fruit. And, you know, what does fruit do? It's the, it, it reproduces. It falls yeah. to the ground and it becomes a reproductive system for the tree. It doesn't just stop or just just become a tree but it it yeah. innately will go and multiply and yeah, right. and yeah. yeah be be mature and <laughs> yeah yeah i love that such a great picture very very good i love it so much the christian life cannot be lived in a vacuum as you've heard us talking um it's together it's the one another's jesus and together uh, it's really important that we're we're walking alongside one another. We're growing in discipleship communities and investing in the lives of others. You learn to follow Jesus from those who have gone before you, those who are walking alongside you and um, yeah. invest in the, and, and invest in others. Like who can you, even my, my challenge to, to put to anyone who's listening is who can you be investing in? Who can mm. you reach out to and invite on the journey of discipleship and, and invest in them? Yeah, Dan, it's been really awesome chatting. Have you got any last thoughts or anything you feel God sort of put on your heart to, to finish us up with? I suppose, yeah, well, just as you're saying and, and the whole premise of your your series that God's calling us back to, to you know, a biblical form of discipleship of investing in others and, and reproducing you know, fruit that will last <laughs> and producing Christ likeness. Um, something that we're praying and and believing and you know just prophesying at Gen J as a team is is that yeah Jesus or God is bringing grassroots revival in this area yeah. to 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 bring discipleship into our Christian environments and to yeah. you know come on bring wholehearted like Christ-like living back to the, the yeah. foreground of, of what it is to be a Christian and and so yeah that's something that we're we're praying for prophetically sort of declaring Love as we it. do what we do and and um I think that's yeah. awesome that you guys are pursuing that same <laughs> that same heart in in bringing that discipleship shift <laughs> yeah so, I love that. Mm. I love the grassroots revival. I love it. Yeah, God's doing it. And and I like that he's connecting like-minded, like-hearted churches and ministries mm. together to run together and do this together because yeah. we can't just do it like as, as a single <laughs> church or on our own. We were never meant to. And so mm. it's really God awesome. What he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he's connecting, linking arms yeah. and, and, you know, just launching people like yourselves and, and we get to run into and do do this let's do it well let's let's exactly mm. be the church that jesus paid his life for let's let's there's people out there that need to be discipled and they, they're just waiting on some of us to go okay i'll do it i'll, I'll do it pick me but pick me i i'm definitely one of those who always says pick me god pick me yeah, amen. <laughs> but um very exciting thank you so much for your time thank you for for sharing with us if people 
want to find out about more about Gen J and CODs and you know where could they go? Where could they? Is there somewhere they could look? You guys? Yeah. Are? So we have a Instagram page, Gen J Official, and that's like all focused on equipping people who come to the page, teaching them how to do discipleship. It's and very so good. It's I follow it. Like, it's fantastic. I put my part. Get on that if you have any questions. Yeah, yeah. We try to we try to equip people with practical tools and and strategies to yeah journey alongside other people. Excellent. Um, with that, and then we also have YouTube sermons and discipleship okay. stories if we have there um it's open for all amazing <laughs> <don't> discriminate. <laughs> that's amazing i i really recommend it you know if you're listening go and have a look check out at least one of those avenues um check them out and have a look and ask god is this something that maybe you should think about doing and and connect in like our encouragement is connecting because it's definitely never about say for us as as melbourne Life church it's never just about us it's about the king and the kingdom mm. and this is a kingdom mm -hmm. thing and so our encouragement mm. is go for it if there's a ministry that can help equip you and set you up to do what jesus called you to do huh. why yeah. not go for it Amen. Wow. Well, bless you mm. so much. It's been really fun. Oh, really so awesome. Much. It's been an awesome chat. <laughs> Amazing. Um, can you pray for us? And then we yeah. better say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pray quickly. Yeah. Oh God, we just thank you so much that yeah, you're you're moving in in our communities, Lord God, that you're yeah. setting up these awesome, you know, divine appointments that that we can come and collaborate and learn how to do discipleship and and to follow you with our lives lord god and to yeah to to replicate that pattern in our communities and yes, and yeah we just yeah we just we 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 seek you and and for your spirit to move lord god as as we as we pray in a revival of of christ likeness and a revival of 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 yeah discipleship and 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 living according to to Jesus' example, Lord God, we just Amen. pray that your Spirit Amen. would come and move in our in our communities, in our yeah Christian environments, in the churches that we go to, Lord God, that you would yeah you would put it on our hearts to to pursue you and and to pursue a a real intimate relationship with you first and foremost. Amen. That out of that would would overflow a life that glorifies you and, and glorifies your kingdom and brings your kingdom to earth, Father. And so, yeah, we thank you so much for the opportunity to have this conversation. I thank you for the the, the disciple shift conversation that, that, that we're just a little part of today. Um, and, yeah, just pray that more and more of this would happen, Lord God, that people would focus in on, on discipleship and, and how to do it and, and that you would equip us as your people to do it well and to be effective in this space, Lord God. So, yeah, we just honour you and, and praise you, Lord God. We love you. And, yeah, we just want to serve mm. you and and bring you honor and glory. So yeah, we pray this in your awesome name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Yay. That was awesome. Thank you once again, Dan. Great to have you. Hopefully we'll we'll hear from you again. We might have yeah. you back sometime. Stay in touch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in, for listening. Uh, I hope you feel really stretched, challenged, inspired, encouraged and uh, just get out there like this is doable this is so doable mm. so bless you and until next time see you later bye see you. we hope you've enjoyed this week's message if you have any questions or would like more information please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au